In a world full of podcasts, your hosts, Chris and Jordan, are on the search for a truly original podcast idea. A quest to find an auditory experience that will amaze your ears and your minds. A journey to go through every single ridiculous podcast idea we have to find the one that truly stands above them all. The one that can become its own show and eventually replace this stupid one. Thank you, audience, for joining us on Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. And I'm Jordan. Hello. Good morning, Podland Gasto! You know, when I walked into this room to record, I I was going to say that exact thing, but <laughs> I thought, I was like, no, that would just, I don't want to trample over Jordan like that. Yeah, because you knew I would come to the t- to the literal table with that. Oh, you came to the plate swinging, which is oh, a pun true. apropos of something we're going to discuss this episode, but everyone, welcome to the second season of Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. Wow, I can't believe we made it to a second season. Yeah, it's kind of arbitrary. It was just, we we did 10 episodes, then we took a break. So yeah, we took a quick two. hiatus. We went on vacation. Yeah. Um, I, and tan. we posted a picture on the Instagram. Yeah. And I think maybe we tweeted it. Maybe I didn't even put it on the Instagram. I don't know. But we put something on some sort of social media. I think we, we did tweet out um, a picture from uh, Billy Mayo's acting room. Oh, no, it was on Instagram. Yes. Well, we had a. Let's. Why don't we recap them on our vacation? Uh, so we were. At home. <laughs> well, we, well, no, we weren't just at home. We went on a trip because remember we were the dinosaur and I was oh, on yes, a dinosaur. True. My head no, was on no, a dinosaur. You were, you were a dinosaur. I morphed into a dinosaur. And I, we were in dinosaur land. You were a dinosaur and I was uh, an observer. Yeah, you were. I mean, well, you famously. also took a turn as a dinosaur, but we only put a picture of me up. Yeah. Well, you know, you can only take so many photos yeah. there because it's like, you know, it's it's the Stone Age. You don't want to ruin the yeah, immersion. Yeah, it's confusing. And then dinosaurs tend to not react great to yeah. being... Yeah, photograph. They don't like the flash. Yeah, it's very jarring to them, and they—it's just a whole mess. Yeah, if you're not the one who's the dinosaur at the time, it's just not a good uh, time to be around. True, but we also found time to watch Billy Mayo's acting reel. That's true. Now, if you're not familiar with Hollywood legend Billy Mayo, you should take the time to familiarize yourself with his work. Um, You might know him as Police Officer Number One in The Green Hornet, famously, uh, co-starring with. I almost said Zach Efron <laughs> with Seth Rogen and uh, others. Christoph Waltz, I think, is he, in it. He was in it, yeah. Who else is like? But he's not as famous as Seth Rogen. I mean, who is, is Seth Rogen? Not. The only truly oh Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. I forget who played Cato. Um, I'm not sure his name. I don't. I don't know it either. But I guess he's like I, the second most important honestly, character. Honestly, I don't know many much about that movie except for Billy, Billy Mayo. Mayo is in it and. Uh, he's in all their great stuff too. If you want to check out his sizzle reel, we'll link to it with the episode. Yeah, he's a um, he is a very underrated actor because he hasn't he he's never been a lead, but you remember his roles. Yeah, I mean, um, and you, you you might think, oh, I can't remember any of Billy Mays' parts. Billy Mays, Billy Mayo's parts. I mean, you you'll certainly remember his iconic bathtub scene. Uh, uh, yes, the on um, the picture of which we uh, we did tweet out. I yeah. believe um, he's he's a great facial actor. Yeah, he's got and great expression. For anyone who might know Billy Mayo, we would love to have him on this show. He is, uh, I think, he is a character actor that needs more recognition. For sure, for sure. Yeah, but you know what else needs more recognition? What? These pitches we have. They do need more recognition. People don't recognize them. They these don't. days. And no. Well, guess what? We have something they will recognize because the very first pitch of season two is a sequel to the very first pitch of season callback. one. 
a direct callback and the pitch it's it's technically my pitch but it was it's based on your original pitch yeah and that is pod earth cast world it's like Podland cast town but on the next level on a whole new scale just it's astronomically different uh well no because that would be like pod space cast galaxy but th- this is this is planetarily different <laughs> um so you know i i feel uh, they're um it's definitely more ambitious yeah. than Pod Lancaster. Okay. There's more well, to consider. Okay. Um, I, so therefore, it's a bad I don't, idea. I don't know if that's true. Um, it, it, it would be a little more. There are some cons because, unlike with um, Pod Lancaster Town, we can't kind of fit Pod Lancaster into the world of into our current Earth geopolitics. No real context exists for it. But for Pod Earth Cast World, you're saying for well for for be able to see that audition just crashed. Which no, it didn't, makes it no didn't sense crash. to me. But oh, it's it still crash. There is a crash report. Um, hello everyone. Uh, it's been a couple days since we, uh, started recording this podcast, but, um, you see, we had a, uh, we had a bit of a crash. Um, uh, the, uh, program we were using to record our podcast, that is Adobe Audition, crashed. And, um, it, uh, really took a toll on us. Now, you might be wondering, how could a sound program crashing injure us well you see as podcasters we basically are the audio we record um it's a part of our essence a part of our being if you will so whenever audition crashes it is actually a physical injury to us um we are left a bit devastated here uh jordan is currently in a full body cast um he's still able to speak the only the only part of my body that is not covered in bandages and casts and braces yeah. is the is my mouth it's okay my spine is being held together with pins and needles um but uh this is a warning to all podcasters um remember once you get into this business you're in it for life uh your sound is your soul so don't don't let it crash like like we did um anyway we should probably get back to talking about the the pitch we were talking about which i believe was pod earth cast world yeah um so uh let's try to get the uh, the spirits high you know we're it's a fun show i hope that's true let's um, energize ourselves energize. Let's have some i'm gonna have some five hour energy right now um yes oh yeah wow that works all right all right so we were able to inject some five hour energy into jordan's bloodstream um, so he should be energized. Yeah, and well, I we have it, uh, a drip. Go. I have a drip that I can. Yes, fortunately, go straight in. Um, so Potter's cast world. Uh, yeah, yeah. You were gonna explain what that was to me right before the accident. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's a show. It's like Podland Cast Town, but it's a whole planet. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so you know we're gonna like have a rocky molten thing 
and then it's going to slowly form into uh, something more whole and there's going to be a giant ocean and then it will start teeming with life and we'll that life will evolve into these crazy life forms and those life forms will become more evolved until they form tribal societies then they build civilizations and then eventually they're going to take off into space and they're going to find earth and land in Podland Cast Town. So these two shows will run side by side and eventually the stories will intersect. So so we start both of these podcasts at the same time and even though it's they're both hosted by us, we're unaware of each other. Um uh yes. We would uh we would we would probably need to wipe our own memories between, yeah, between, between the shows. <laughs> so we don't but know. We'll take uh we'll take extensive notes and uh <laughs> I mean the alternative is we could hand Pod World excuse me, Pod Earth Cast World over to someone else and maybe we could just do Podland Cast Down and when the time comes, we just won't know what to expect when uh, when it's finally time for a Pod World Pod Earth Cast World Pod World Cast World Pod World Cast World, world. <laughs> Pod world, cast world finally uh, is exploring space like we won't know what to expect yeah. so maybe they'll be peaceful, maybe they will just exterminate everyone in uh podland casting which would be really sad because we would have probably been working a long time building that yeah country well but city. i think um i think that it wouldn't be that sad of uh i think it'd be great yeah it would be less sad than we are now after, after all this in, well i was actually i can't feel sadness with the five hour energy in my veins so. uh yeah but i i do like i like this and i like that um I like that Podland Cast Town was umbrellaed yeah, into you know, this new show. I didn't want to completely overrun your uh, your uh, your original yeah because at first celebrated I was pitch a little insecure about it yeah it was it was pretty beloved by the audience even oh, though yeah. I was a bit harsh on it um, but I think I don't think you were that harsh about look, it look Jordan I got to be honest um, the more we talk about Pod Earth Cast World um, the more I just think about. Um, the crash and what it has done to us. So I think Do you we want to move on to something I think, else. I think we should move on to a pitch that isn't a ripoff of another pitch we already did. Okay, please. I'm, um, well, that would that would bring it to my pitch. My spine though. hurts. Give us your pitch, Jordan. Make well, restore the light. My next pitch is also kind of a twist on something we've discussed before, Ooh. which is our trend of uh, podcasts that are about you teaching me something. That is a common subgenre of podcasts podcast we have discussed and um discussed i can't talk yeah well it's with no disgust that i would explain this podcast which is um <laughs> it's called out of the park um i'm not, I'm not gonna get over that transition <laughs> <laughs> it's it's called out of the park and um unlike you know as i mentioned shows where chris teaches me something i don't know about yeah I'm going to teach him something that I care a lot about and he doesn't know that much about, uh, presumably. I guess I don't know how much you know about it. And it, in this context, is baseball. Because... Um, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was waiting. Like, it's just, I, f- I feel like the name, the, the, the name kind of betrayed what it was, so the, the build-up was a little, yeah. you know... Yeah, unnecessary. It's baseball. Um, it's baseball. Uh, we all have... I'm sure you've noticed after, t- you know, being with us for 10 episodes... That's a long time. Chris is a huge nerd. I am and a nerd. I'm a jock. Famously, yeah, this is our dynamic. Um, Jordan would bully me in a uh, in high school. Uh, back I gave in the you day. a lot of wedgies. Stole my lunch money, but uh, can't do that anymore. Now, now, can you? No, because you're bigger than I am. Ha ha. So, uh, so turns so out, uh, physical human growth, the human ability to grow, will eventually one day make you stronger. 
That was maybe the most insightful thing I've ever heard. I th- I mean, that's what I do. I I should become a guidance counselor. I'm feeling pretty uplifted already. My yeah. spine feels better. Uh, baseball. So, it, so yeah. Uh, the, the idea of this show is uh, baseball season just started. I've been. I know that. I've had no one to talk to about it. Um, but I want to talk about baseball. I thought, what better way to do it then? And you know what? I also think the the options of baseball podcasts out there are not great. Mm. I've been trying to find a good one to listen to. I listen to uh, CeCe Sabathia on the Yankees has one that's yeah. pretty good, but it's limited by the fact that he's actually on the team. So it's not that like... Uh, yeah. there, there aren't that many baseball podcasts? Critical. There's plenty. It just hasn't been one. There, There's two genres I found of baseball podcasts. There's one which is like analytic nerds. Mm. That just, which I appreciate what they do. And I, I actually listened to one that I think is really good. Yeah. Um, but it's also just really dense to listen to. Dense and like, the a, other like one a baseball is, itself. Yeah, I guess that's true. Is, and is, the a, other, is a baseball dense? I just assumed it was. A baseball, I think, is dense. Yeah. A bat is, is a bat dense? Less dense, but I think a baseball is pretty dense. Yeah. I could be wrong about that. I don't know much about science. Yeah. I do know a lot about baseball because I'm a jock. Yeah. But yeah, the other the other genre is like broy guys that are like, oh yeah, I like watching the Yankees fuck <laughs> up the Red Sox because they're a bunch of losers. <laughs> now my idea for this podcast is once a week we'll sit down at this very table, we'll eat a hot dog, drink a soda. I I actually prefer some stadium chicken tenders. Ah. We'll get some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Yo, yeah. If you go to a Yankee game, actually, they have a great new uh, they in, in, invention. They actually probably could have been on Inventists with this. Um, it's a bottle of soda. Okay. And then the lid is a bowl where the chicken fingers and fries are on it. Ooh. And then in the middle of the bowl is a hole where then there's a giant like scuba diver almost type thing. <laughs> Of a straw. <laughs> so you have the soda like underneath your, your chicken strips? Yeah, yeah. So you've got your base soda in a cup. Okay. Like in maybe a 16 or 20 ounce cup. Okay. The lid is a lid, like a normal size lid to the cup, but then it expands up. The bowl is on top of okay. it. And then it so shoots then you have like a, out almost like a mushroom cloud. So you have like a straw then coming out of the middle? Yeah. Then up to the middle is this straw but it's a giant straw i mean it's like the air tube on a scuba diver mask i'm really i'm not exaggerating okay you know what i this actually sounds like a good a quality idea like the kind of thing i'd want on inventus like it's not i think i think an underrated problem in sports venues is that you know they sometimes give you a spot to put your drink but they never give you a spot to put your food so you kind of need to you really got to sort it out where you're going to put your things and so to have them together and it's physically as one object is a good idea. Now, but I will say, I, I actually went to a Yankee game last year and purchased this. Yeah. It's a great idea, <laughs> but the way they executed it, it, whenever you, if you hold on to the drink too strongly, which I do often, because <laughs> I don't know my the limits of my own strength. What a jack. The cap will pop off. <laughs> and then you'll lose your... I actually saved it because I have great hand-eye coordination, but you could have the potential to lose your chicken fingers and fries, or sorry, chicken uh, tenders. I believe they call them chicken tenders at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, and is then there, the is other problem difference? is the straw is so wide; it's difficult to get good suction. 
Mm. I found myself yeah. keeping the bowl and the drink separate and not using the straw. It's actually kind of rough. You know, I, I think there are definitely improvements that could be made. Um, which I mean, I think that was part of Inventus was refining yeah. these ideas to uh, problems that have never been solved. Yeah. Um, I, I think you could make, you could reinforce the cuffs. Like maybe you could add like steel rings so they don't collapse and they don't, the, the, the things won't pop off and you would, you could make a more narrow straw. Yeah. Um, so you could get a proper suction going because I think that's a really great idea, but you know, if, 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 if the most efficient thing is to keep them separated, then, you know, what's, what are you doing? Well, I agree. So I do believe that, uh, in spite of its flaws, the bottle helm, the bottle bowl, the cup bowl the, the bowl, is a great bowl, idea bowl. inside of a great episode of Inventists, inside yeah. of a great episode of out of the park inside of a great episode of uh Podlink chris and jordan, uh, no sorry but that was a the prior pitch but this, oh. this was inside of chris and jordan well, need a podcast maybe there could be a baseball stadium in oh yeah well that's it and, and that actually brings up another interesting point because as we all know the uh politics of building a stadium and who pays for them is actually pretty yeah, sketchy i actually do know a bit about that it's pretty um, uh, mess, messed up it. stuff goes on and yeah. that type of stuff so I, I think my big takeaway here is that if we were to make a show about baseball, it would, be, it would mainly be talking about concessions and the politics of building a stadium. Those are two of the many topics we talk about. I That's mean, we true. could be it's a, anything we about baseball. Baseball is a very interesting. We could sport. also talk about the mascots. Oh, I love must talk mascots. Would be yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, oh, another crossover. Yeah. This this show had more crossover potential than I realized. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, you know what goes great with chicken tenders and fries? What dressings and uh, condiments? <laughs> So all dressed up and ready to go. Yeah. Anyway, see the look, I think we found the, we always thought that Podland cast time was the umbrella. Yeah. I think that actually out of the park, out of the park is the true umbrella of all of our ideas. It, it does cover a lot if you think about it. Um, and if you've seen the trailer for the new Godzilla movie, um, King Ghidorah, the three headed dragon, uh, destroys Fenway Park. So we could actually have a crossover go episode. Yankees. <laughs> you could have a crossover episode with Podzilla. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Look, I think we actually not only blew our own minds, but blew a lot of minds with this yeah. pitch. Who, I don't know how many sports fans are listening to these um, these podcasts know, of ours. But, but you uh, know, my considering the physical health of my body, I don't know if I was able to truly withstand the blow of my mind <laughs> that just happened. And I think yeah. I personally could use a break. My spine is still very fragile. And I, so you need a break too. Yeah. And I need to most get some of spinal all, juice in there. Most of all, I think our sponsors would like us to take a break. They would. So why don't we, uh, take a break. Have you ever wanted to truly experience the American Western frontier, Southern cowboy experience? Well, now you can with a brand new piece of headgear that is revolutionizing the way you think about hats. Introducing the 20 gallon hat. It takes everything you loved about the 10-gallon hat, but makes it twice as voluminous. If you've ever wanted to feel like a cowboy, or just um, a general member of the Wild Wild West community, the 20-gallon hat is probably the best opportunity you'll have to do that. The 20-gallon hat? It's what's on your head. The 20-gallon hat, headwear that'll have people saying, where's your head? That was a disappointing ad. Yeah, not our best. Not the best one we've had. Not the best one we've had. Um, Definitely weaker than, I mean, definitely weaker than Taupe. Definitely weaker than the Ants. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a huge fan of the Ants, though I've heard from some of our fans they're not the hugest fan of the Ants. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, now that they're 
super intelligent and they have like those um spaceships and giant robots walking around all the time kind of supervising as humans it's it's kind of like a police state it's a little scary but i think they have a great environmental policy i i appreciate that you know they're I think they have our interests in mind. It's just their, it really it's their culture. You it, know, it really is a um, of the doors situation where they start yeah. off as kind of awkward, shunned um, artists that yeah. kind of grew into toxic and overbearing and somewhat violent overlords. Yeah, I will say I will say that um that ant remake of Phantom Thread that came out a couple weeks ago was very was solid. Great. The yeah. Anthem Thread. The Anthem Thread was pretty excellent. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I and actually that was really I'm I, glad you brought that up. Yeah, I am. I am also excited for Ant Avengers Endgame. Um, oh, that'll be I'm, good. I'm hearing that it's it's going to have an even bigger cast than Avengers Endgame. I do. I, I do. I do worry sometimes that the ants are a little maybe a little too obsessed with one upping human movies but yeah. um Anthem I mean, Thread I would you're right I, I would like to see um some more original takes from them yeah um but you know we can't we can only be so critical because if they overhear us kind of smack talking them they might you know gnaw our limbs yeah and we're mean, not in great I, I shape to stop say, because of our injuries I will say big fan of the green lantern humans were never able to come up with a good uh, green no, lantern movie it's kind of embarrassing almost that like we you know we've tried so hard to make a good green lantern movie and they're f- famously we have not been able to and first try the ants nail it yeah green lantern go see it yeah. in theaters Which now is, is why i'm hopeful for the ant vengers because i the ants have shown that they're capable with superhero yeah. material i yeah but speaking of the ants so the ants have kind of now that they're like this global uh geopolitical force um they don't really need us anymore so we don't have them as a sponsor yeah and uh honestly i think we need to look into getting some better sponsors especially after this last ad uh yeah so the good news is um we had actually been kind of discussing this when we realized yeah. who was plugging us we have a great forum for trying to find new sponsors yeah which is chris and jordan need a sponsor yeah. our our third our, podcast our new podcast yeah yeah so we would um look for sponsors for our show Yep, exactly. As you would expect. Um, uh, I'd, Im- I'd imagine we'd try to go out of our way to find sponsors that were appropriate for the episode. Like, you yeah. know, if we're doing, you know, let's say if it was all dressed up and ready to go, we'd want a brand deal with like um, uh, uh, Heinz Ketchup. Yeah, Heinz. Heinz is an idea. Um, uh, it's always ketchup, it seems. Um, I, do, I mean, they're, they are. Uh, it doesn't have to be ketchup. Heinz is the condiment brand in this country. That's true. Um, there's always hunts if you don't have Heinz, which is a terrifying thought. But, um, you know, actually, in, um, in in college, there was like this uh, fast food, like like fried fried food yeah. place um, b- that was downstairs from one of the dining halls. Um, so it was called, it was, it was just known as Lower. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, famously, they only had Hunt's ketchup. Um until one day, all the Hunt's ketchup was gone, and it was replaced with glorious, glorious Heinz. And the ketchup was great for one day. You know, it was just those little packets. But it's like, God, we have Heinz. And one day later, the next day, it was back to Hunt's. Yeah. And we never had Heinz again. And I don't know why that was. Okay, well, so we'll put it on the list. Hunt's. Hunt's, yes. So, I've never heard of them before. Uh, It's, you know... Heinz Hansa—it's kind of a yeah, yeah. Sounds you know, like riding that, on it's—it's yeah. it's like you know, it's like a store generic brand. I think like you know, you you have um your you go to shop right, and you have like your um frosty flakes or your um uh fruit uh scoops or um uh 
rice crunchies or what have you. Rice you know. crunchies, yeah. Yeah, so, so stuff like that. Like Dr. Thunder. Yeah, maybe we could just get maybe we could just get like a bunch of brands like that. We yeah, get Dr. Like some store brands or yeah. um, uh, fr- frosted. I, I, I forget. I, I forget what the shop right. I, I, I for a long time I knew the uh, the frosted flakes shop right generic name, but now I'm forgetting. <laughs> I think though that maybe that would make a good podcast on its own. Um, Talking like about d- diving into store brand things. You know, I feel like you could make a whole podcast about grocery stores. You know, that's probably true. That like a there. grocery store, and you could record it in the grocery store, so you get some of those grocery store sounds. Um, that's true. You could get the ambiance, if you will. So, you I, know, room tone is such an important part of a recording. You know, yes. and to the point, I've actually um, been looking at apartments, and I've really tried to prioritize the room tone of each apartment because yeah. I just don't want it to come out sounding weird in the edit have you considered moving into a grocery store so you can have that quality grocery store ambiance i i think that would be a good idea and then the only thing i'd be worried about at that point is just being in the right aisle yeah um because you know like if you're in the uh, the frozen foods aisle it's probably just not going to work as well as the um the uh the the, the pasta aisle exactly the, the pasta like, aisle has the best some acoustics. of the best sounds yes. you'll get in a grocery store Although i will say um if you are in the um if you are in the beverages section uh you get some quality reverb off of all that That's liquid true. in the bottles and i, I will say also like you Dr. don't want to be near any of the prepared food aisles you get a lot of clangs clangs yeah a lot of echo too because they have the, the kitchen. Yeah. On, you so know, you just, side. you, if you're ever in a grocery store, you're looking for a good place to record or you're looking for a place to live that has good acoustics, good room tone that will come out sounding good in the edit. Grocery stores are a great option for you. So here's what I'm thinking. Fuck Chris and Jordan need a sponsor. It's Chris and Jordan need a grocery store. Chris and Jordan need groceries. Chris and Jordan need groceries. <laughs> yes. We're going to, we're going to go get all those store generic brands. And we're going to save so much money. We're gonna, and then the money that we're saving, we don't need sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> we're basically making money with the amount of money we're saving Honestly, using only store yeah. brands. This is, I think we just found a sustainable business model. I think so too. So I think maybe Let's go to Wegmans or Giants. Uh, Wegmans has some great options if you want some good good prices. And good selection of food and good sound dynamics. Um, Wegmans <laughs> is the grocery store for you. Um, that being said, could Wegmans be your sponsor? I think the the gamut of this should be every place we record and has to also sponsor us. <laughs> we will not record in non-sponsored yeah. grocery stores. So I think the goals for the season are to a get a grocery store to sponsor us, and b to get Billy Mayo on the show yes and that i'm glad you brought that up please we would love to have billy mayo on the show to discuss his roles if anybody knows billy mayo if you are billy mayo and you listen to this show direct him our way please this way please let's get billy mayo on this show yeah that being said We've got one more pitch. We do have one more pitch. Um, this one's your pitch. We did things out of order this week. Yeah. It new is, season, new rules. So this was inspired by recent events. Uh, true recent events, as a matter of fact. And that was um, 
uh, Bear McCreary, who is composing the score for Godzilla, King of the Monsters, released two pieces of music from the movie. One was a piece of the score, which I thought was very good. Um, yeah. Did you listen to it? I listened to yeah, it. I thought it was, and it used the, it used the original Godzilla theme. You know, yeah. like, dun, 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 Anyway, so that was really good. Um, but they also released a cover of Blue Oyster Cult's Godzilla <laughs> arranged by Bear McCreary but sung by uh, Serge Tankian the lead singer of System of a Down <laughs> and um, it, it took me it took a hot minute for it to grow on me um, but I still think it's very strange and uh, presumably yeah. they're going to use this song for the end credits of the movie but it just got me thinking about you know songs that have been used to promote movies in the past either like when a, a famous song gets covered because it's relevant to a, a sure. movie that's coming or when a new song is just made for a movie like do you remember when Soundgarden made a song for the Avengers no they did it was called like Born to Rise or something that's crazy it was well, on the soundtrack well Chris Cornell also made a song for James Bond he did yes I so that wasn't that's just usual part that that song is great James, but that's part of the James Bond James canon. Bond you know like but, but it's it's also like um it usually has a little bit more to do with the movie. Like, it seems like a lot of thought goes into those songs. That's true. Whereas with, um, like, you know, like that whole title sequence, yeah, uh, yeah. it's usually, there's kind of a consistent theme. Like usually not, you want a really strong singer with like a kind of a big band yeah. backing him. Yeah. Uh, at least most of the songs follow that formula. With what I'm thinking though is more like um, uh, my heart will go on or oh, yeah. uh, you could be mine. Uh, yeah. All James Cameron moves. I don't know why. Um, yeah, the, the he song, is the, the king of. Uh, just to be clear, uh, you could be mine. Is a song Guns and Roses recorded for Terminator Two: Judgment Day, which plays um, towards the end of the credits, just like how that Sound Gordon, Sound Gordon, <laughs> Sound the Sound Gordon song. We just start a, plays, a band called Sound Gordon. Um, plays at the end of the Avengers credits. So my my thought was, we look at some classic films that did not have songs promoting them, and we either make songs for them or we cover classics that would be apropos. Because, I mean, covering Godzilla for Godzilla. It sounds it's kind of weird the choices they made but the idea of taking this song that's about Godzilla and putting it in a Godzilla movie does kind of make sense so yeah. you know I was thinking I was thinking you know so there's a lot of film adaptations of Phantom of the Opera right yeah but there's a problem they have mm. they don't have the Iron Maiden song Phantom of the Opera <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know Iron Maiden uh, before they even got Bruce Dickinson who is their most famous singer um they had another singer called Paul Diano, and they recorded two albums with him. And one of the songs on those albums was Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. And it is totally based on the original book, Phantom of the Opera. So I think um, that a Gerard Butler Phantom of the Opera movie, what it really needed was Gerard Butler to cover Iron Maiden's Phantom of the Opera with like a really cheesy, like orchestrated instrumental. Yeah. Like, 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 like you take this metal song, but you make it like it's a show tune. So you're not saying to write a new song. We could if it's apropos, but I, I think it's just easier. I don't see one of my uh, criticisms mm. of this was, I don't know if you've seen the show Love starring Paul Rust. I have not. His character and his friend group in that show make theme songs for movies that don't uh, have So you think this so is I think kind we of would I think we should have, we should stray away from coming up with new ones. I do really like the uh, the angle of like... We choose a movie and then we come up with like five or six options of existing songs <laughs> that we could match to that movie. Like, I mean, you know, fa um, Phantom Thread, uh, not as good as Anthem Thread, but like what what song would you want leading that movie? 
personally. What's that Nancy Sinatra song that one of these days these boots are going to walk? Oh, all these over boots you. are made these for walking. These boots are made for walking. I so think would be pretty good. You think um, we should have the cast do a cover of "These Boots Are Made for Walking"? Yeah. <laughs> and the instrumental should be in the style of like the. It'd be too on the nose if it was a Radiohead song, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, at that point, it it's the same universe because yeah. it's Johnny Greenwood did this score anyway. I don't know why I thought it was um, uh, uh, Tom York. Tom York did the um, the score for Suspiria. Oh, yeah. Could they do a redhead song for Suspiria, but cover it so it's stupider? I think it'd be funny if they did, like, Creep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine end credits of Suspiria playing, like, I'm a creep. <laughs> I think another good song for Phantom Thread could be Vogue by Madonna. Actually, that would work really well. See, I think this is the angle we should take that. We should take that well, show. Maybe we should like, maybe we should just come up with artists too. That like, yeah. like what song could they record? Yeah. Because it's music inspired by, I, oh, did, I, did we even mention what the title was? No. Music inspired by the motion picture. Just because I think that phrase is hilarious. Yeah. Like, these artists, the movie's not done at the time they're making this music. Yeah. How's it going to inspire them to make a song based on the I motion agree. picture? So we could come up with artists like, you know, oh, um, what artist would we want to make a song for the Phantom Thread inspired by the motion picture? Um, I think you want uh, um, Regina Spector. And I think you also want uh, Chelsea Wolfe because she's like goth and has like her goth. music really atmospheric, which, you know, I think would be appropriate for Phantom Thread. This movie I have I've never seen. Just based never on what I know, that I've never seen. Oh, Phantom it's Thread. great! We should watch it. One well, I saw days. Anthem Thread, and I assumed it was better uh, because it's kind of the definitive version. Well, I don't, I don't know if the ants are listening. I know I said earlier that I thought that Anthem Thread was better than the original, but I think that um, if there's no ants listening, I feel comfortable saying Phantom Thread is better. You really think that? Yeah, I just. I don't want them to hear me saying that, and I, so I don't want to so, stress on this too long, but... I've got to see Phantom Thread, then. Yeah, I, thought I think. I, but the ants told me that Phantom Thread was better. I know they did, but that's actually something I've been meaning to tell you, is I think these ants are, like, up to no good. I like Look, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this more after the show. Um, <laughs> okay. Because the ants are kind of, they're kind of omnipresent. I yeah, don't want to badmouth the ants too much behind their backs. But anyway, um, Anthem Thread, I've, I've heard it's a masterpiece. And um, I think you could get uh, Alien Ant Farm to record That's a song. True. That's true. They could actually cover the whole soundtrack that we That's come up true. with for Phantom I think Thread. that would be amazing. Yes. And we could just throw in their cover of um, a Smooth Criminal in there uh-huh. just because, uh, why not? I think, I think that's a great point. So... It's been a great episode. Yeah. I'm glad we came back from vacation. I'm glad um, the ants didn't let us stay in the hospital. Yes. Their I'm, technology I'm, did save us from that audio It did, and, but I'm glad they prioritized ant lives over ours. Yes. So that way we could get back in the studio. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm glad that the ants healthcare system is actually uh, pretty ineffective because if I could get good healthcare, I don't think I would have been in pain for this episode, and I think the pain really is what... I would agree. Um, I think made us excel. I think everything the ants are doing is great. Um, I would never challenge uh, yeah. the things the ants say or do. Um, keep going, ants. Yes. Uh, I really think you got your priorities in order. Yes. Um, uh, speaking of ants, uh, we I think we got a phone call. Yeah, and we should answer that. Uh, we should. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is from uh, Nick, I believe. Yeah. This, this, is, this is from a caller. Um, it's from Nick in he left Los a great Angeles. Message. 
So we're just going to, uh, yeah. Play that now. Yeah, I, I loved this message. Wow. This is cool. This is... I am on Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast, and I just can't... I can't believe it. I don't believe it. I think this is a setup. I think... I think this is a fake number that you guys gave me, and you are setting me up to look stupid, and I'm not, I'm not gonna fall for it, so, yeah, good luck trying to trick me, because you won't, I've been around the block a few times, uh, alright, I gotta stop being so skeptical, um, yeah, maybe this is Chris and Jordan need a podcast, and Maybe, yeah, this is an opportunity for me to actually pitch something. So, yeah, why don't I just follow the rules and you guys can have your way. And if this is a wrong number, then ha ha, very funny. Anyway, yeah, so my first pitch, I would say, for a podcast, would be like me talking with a guest or something. And the guest is telling me about their day. And I'm asking them questions. And, um... This is a fake number, isn't it? This is a fake number. I know it is. You can't trick me, guys. You can't. Okay? You just stop. I I can't be tricked. You guys are... Alright. Okay. I'm doing it again. I'm being skeptical. I'm doing, I just gotta uh, stop. I gotta take a deep breath and I gotta trust my friends more. I gotta stop having trust issues. This is a prank. This is a real number. Okay. So my next, my next idea for a podcast, I guess, um, how about it's me, uh, and like, uh, a pro athlete who is telling me about, where they got their start in the sport they play. And if you think that I think this is a real number, you are out of your mind. This is a freaking fake-ass number, man. Do not try to play me. Don't try to do it. You can't get me. I am untrickable. All right. I'm going to try one more time. But I got my eye on you. And... Okay, 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 okay. Um, what's my third idea? Oh, yeah. It's me talking on the phone with Jordan and Chris. And they're pitching me podcasts. I'm saying good job to each one of them. And if I don't like it, I say bad job. And, um, yeah, I'm hanging up because this is a fake number. So uh, don't try to pull this on me again. All right. You guys suck. All right. Well, he hung up. we don't suck. Uh, he said this was this was a 100% real number. Look, guys, if you're okay, calling Jordan, in, Jordan, I got to talk to you after this episode. You're supposed to listen to these messages. I thought it was a real phone call. I thought it was a live phone call. We've never yeah. had a live caller. 
Well, I thought that maybe we got the technology to where it needed to be, and uh, I don't, I don't think know we got the technology. Well, I'm, look, I think it says a lot about the state of paranoia yeah, with the um, ant overlords that he's yeah, so skeptical um, that this would be a fake hotline. Uh, is, he and, work, is he working with the ants? Shit, yeah, a raspy voice. A lot of the ants sound think, like that. Do you do you think that maybe? We were bugged, like, when I clicked on that bugged. file. We might be bugged. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Um, uh, well, um, well, that was a great pitch. Great, yeah, thank great you, call. Um, thank you, and I mean, Nick. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah, we and, loved your uh, pitches. Uh, oh, my we, God. We love Los ants. Angeles. Yeah, He's Nick from Los Angeles. Uh, I mean, thank you, Nick from Los Angeles. Um, that was, I'm glad uh, you guys are listening. Yeah, uh, we love ants. We love you, Nick. Um, uh, we thank you for listening to the show. Uh, the I, the the pitches will continue. So will the ants. Um, I mean, they'll always be there. Of course, yes. the rain will be eternal. Um, then think thankfully so. Yeah, I would not have it any other <clears throat> way. So uh, so thank you for listening. Um, come back next week for four incredibly amazing pitches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah um, all hail this ants. Is, this has been an episode of Chris and Jordan Eda Podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Jordan. I think we really kind of like think about the answer or monitoring us or not. I do you think I'm do you think I'm overselling it? I, um, I, I think we need to have a little conversation about just like you know because maybe like you could be a bigger fan of the answer than I am just to make it more convincing. Well, why would I be a bigger fan of the well, answer? Well, yeah, this is a dynamic came up in my head. Well, I mean, I, I could like to answer uh, more, but it's just you know I I've always been kind of afraid of ants, so I, it's just a suggestion. I mean, I guess I could. Mind. I just don't know if you're setting um, me up for something. All music for this podcast was provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. He is also the brother of Fox McLeod. I'm sorry it took me so long for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>